Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Win the battle of your musty, damp basement with an easy-breathe ventilation system. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, and airborne particles by 85%. An easy-breathe ventilation system creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own easy-breathe ventilation system. Call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com today. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Wrestling with Freddie. And today's guest is a close friend of mine. I can count on two fingers how many of my friends are wrestlers, and I can count on one finger how many of them I'm this close with. And uh, today's guest, I've wanted to have him on since the very first episode because I talk about him in just about every episode. We have the amazing MVP. Now, stepping up to the mic, the host of Wrestling with Freddie, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. So I've graduated to fully amazing because I've always been half man. You, half no, amazing. you're fully amazing now. Full man, full <laughs> amazing. It's a whole new category, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, man. I'm actually in my hotel room in Orlando right now going through my physical, um, I guess, uh, physical assessment to get cleared to get back in the ring because, you know, I had that knee injury for a yep. while. How'd the physical therapy go? It's all healed up. So now it's just a matter of me, uh, you know, jumping through their hoops to make sure that I'm physically uh, capable of, of performing in the ring. So I'm feeling good, man. I'm, the knee injury, the torn meniscus is completely healed. And um, now it's just a matter of, you know, rebuilding the strength in the leg from the atrophied muscle. My, my teardrop is gone, non-existent. So we're working on building that back up. And, um, and my cardio. A cardio was much better than I thought it would be because I'd actually, you know, hired a trainer and I've been, you know, working on it. So um, I'm further along than I thought I would be. Fortunately, I wasn't, you know, on my back gasping for air. Um, but we're, I, I feel pretty damn good. Now, for what you do outside of the ring, everything you're talking about is equally, if not more so important. So I want to start the story I wanted to start the story by how we met, but I just want to jump right into a mutual love that you and I both have, which is. No, no, let's talk about how we met. Okay, 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 okay. So, all right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. So I had been at the company for 18 seconds and you were working with a writer named Krista Joseph on a promo and I was kind of hiding back in the shadows listening in because you guys were having a speed bump in there. And I was trying to like analyze what the problem was and if I could fix it. And once I did, 
I was like a dog that hasn't been trained yet on a leash. Like I was jumping, waiting for an opportunity where there was like going to be a, a pause in the in the creative flow that I could jump in, right? And be like, hey, what about this? And I saw that pause and I jumped in and you looked at me like you were going to beat the living shit out of me. <laughs> and what was going through your head at that moment? Because this is like my favorite memory in the company. Well, we got to go back a little bit before that. You know, my only knowledge of Freddie Prince Jr. was she's all that and fucking Tiger Beat and you know. <laughs> He's such a jerk. <laughs> like, you mean that dude from those cheesy movies? That yeah, dude? that dude. And he's going to tell me about wrestling? This guy? So I, I was more than just a little offended. And Joseph said, hey, yeah, we're going to have uh, Freddie working with us today on this promo. And I'm like, man, I don't need that old candy-ass Hollywood dude coming over here telling me about how to cut a promo. And we were working. I remember it was uh, SummerSlam with Jeff Hardy, and it was the go-home. And Joseph was like, hey, man, he's really cool, man. Just just give him a chance. Give him a chance. And I'm just, you know, gritting my teeth like, uh, I'm a professional. I work with anybody, but I'm, I'm not going to like it. And <clears throat> we had, uh, we had crafted a, a pretty good promo, but like you said, there was just that one beat missing, that one one thing to tie it all together, that one line. And I remember you pacing back and forth, and everybody was sitting there just kind of trying to find that one piece. And you turned and said, okay, how about this? And the funny thing is, I don't even remember what it was. I just remember when you said it, Joseph looked up, his eyes lit up, and I looked at you angry because that shit was good. <laughs> I was mad. Like, how dare he? But then I had to go like, no, that's that's it. That's 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 the piece. And I proceeded to cut the promo. Vince loved it. Everybody loved it. You know, everybody came back, giving me a pat on the back. What a great promo. What a great. And then I was like, ah, I grudgingly had to give you your props. <laughs> and I said, all right, well, maybe, maybe, maybe there's more to this guy. And uh, after that, you invited me to come hang out with you and Mac, and um, we had some uh, some vibes, shall we yeah. say? Yeah. Uh, it, it's because then we started talking about pop culture and movies, and I remember specifically talking about uh, Dennis Alexio and, and Bronco. That's Cicero right. And you were the only, like the only other dude I've ever known that knew that fight. And, oh, my God, I can't believe I forgot this. And you said it, and my eyes, just like they just did now, just went pop, like right out of my head. And I'm like, this guy knows about ISKA kickboxing? Like, that's insane. What, what are your obsessions? And it was at that moment that I think our bond was set at never to be broken because I was like, okay, man, you know what? I was a jerk, and I, you know, I, I was very – at that time – you know, I was still adhering to WWE at that point was transitioning from the old school to the new school. They had just a little while before that gone corporate and, and things were changing. And I was still in that old school mentality, not understanding the evolution or realizing at that time, I still wasn't real, really clear on the evolution of what was happening. I mean, it was never like a sit-down meeting to explain how, okay, all that old pro wrestling stuff, yeah, some of that stuff we're still going to keep, 
But going forward, we are an entertainment conglomerate and we're not in the wrestling business. We're in a television business and all that came later. So at the time, you know, I'm still protecting the business from, you know, from the Hollywood outside. Jerks like me. Yeah, you. The guy, the guy was on the cover of Team Beat, but he's going to tell me how to, you know, how to cut a promo. Get out of here. But, you know, you obviously were very good at what you do and, you know, you contributed well and you're a genuinely good person and i had to i had to eat a, a whole lot of crow nah, it wasn't any crow i understood it I, you know and i told you this when we first met like we kind of both bonded because we have old school mentalities and we believe in earning respect but giving dignity right like everyone deserves dignity but yeah. everyone should have to earn your respect and respect should be earned on a case by case basis i can't just walk in the room and say well my movie did burr 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 so you should listen to me because you tell me to go screw myself right so th- it, i have to kind of i don't care about your movie have you ever been so slammed by the undertaker <laughs> no, no nor nor would i have been dude i took one damn bump from randy orton when I was like a, a guest general manager of Raw, and he did that modified uh, like backbreaker on me, where he catches you from behind and put, bro, I I was stiff for like three days after that. Like it, and I'm sitting there going, yo, I'm, it was like four or five days later. I was with Macaulay, and I'm like, man, I still hurt. And meanwhile, that guy's had like nine matches since that night. <laughs> like I don't understand. <laughs> Imagine getting in a hot, stuffy car in the summer. You know how it cools off much faster when you roll down the windows first to get the hot air out? Well, that's exactly how an Easy Breathe basement ventilation system works. Removing all the musty, damp, stagnant air and replacing it with fresher, cleaner, drier air. Take charge of your air with Easy Breathe ventilation and get $250 off today. Ask about DIY kits. Visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com or call 866-822-7328. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, high five casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High five. High five. Casino. Casino. Win at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Okay, you brought up Bronco and, and Dennis, which brings me to my godfather, Bob Wall, who recently passed away. Um, he was Dennis's manager, and he was also the man who introduced me to Jean-Jacques Machado and my introduction to jiu-jitsu. So you and I started taking jiu-jitsu seriously much later in life, and we both clicked to it the way like former addicts click with church or AA or whatever it is to the point where we <laughs> preach it, right? We preach it like a, like it's yeah. religion because it 
I'm not going to say it saved my life, but it certainly changed my life and sculpted and molded me into a much more productive and and destructible man. And when I say destructible, I mean when challenges come at me, I see so many more options to solve problems now than I did before I took jujitsu seriously. Now, you and I used to be sort of on the same path as far as techniques we were learning and how our, our skills were developing. You're obviously much bigger and stronger than me, but our belts were the same. And then I had a slight injury that took me off the mats and your jujitsu continued to grow and grow and grow. And you started to want to compete and actually go against legit dudes, which brings me to the IBJJF. And you won, you dude, you you won their championship. Will you please break this down? Because I don't know the tournament scene at all, man. At okay. all. Break all right. down the whole process from start. Uh, were you nervous? Were you cocky? Were you humbled? Were you in power? All the way to the end, please. Well, let's let's go back to when I first started. Uh, with with jujitsu with, with BJJ Brazilian jujitsu, when I gave uh, I gave I was in I was wrestling for New Japan at the time. I had asked for my release from WWE and to go realize my dream of wrestling in Japan. And I was over there for a couple of years, and I had had a chance to spend a little time in the ring. I had you know some opportunities to to work on some shoot style stuff with him in the ring a little bit, and. Uh, and and um, actually, with not uh, Shinsuke too. He was, a, I think, a purple belt at the time. And I, as as a pro wrestler, I was always a fan of the shoot style, you know. And I liked, you know, the the legitimacy of you know the the realistic style. So when I gave my notice to New Japan, I said, "Hey, look, I'm just going to take a year off from wrestling." There was a uh, Gracie Baja down the street from my house. I used to drive past it all the time. And I finally said, "All right, today's the day. I'm going to give this a shot." Because I knew I wanted to take some time off and I needed something to uh, devote myself to. I don't. I think I had maybe a stripe on my white belt. And all the guys were telling me, man, you know, we got a Naga tournament coming up. And Naga is the North American Grappling Association. It's not on the same level as the IBJJF because IBJJF is the sports governing body. But Naga is, you know, the, probably the second largest competition. But it's uh, a lot more for, for children. And a lot more of the, the, the hobbyists, not quite as serious. I mean, there are some, you know, not to belittle it at all. But um, so I said, all right, man, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. As a matter of fact, I want to say I did that tournament after I came back from L.A. when you and I rolled with Henner right. for the That's first right. time. That's exactly when it happened. I spent a couple of days with Josh. Yeah, I spent a couple of days training with, with Josh Barnett, uh, with, with Henner, and I came back. And I was like, man, my, my jiu-jitsu is, you know, because like, I was singing the gospel of jiu-jitsu, a new convert. And I, I did my first Naga tournament, and I did gi and no gi. And I, I competed ultra heavyweight. So, I'm, you know, the one guy, I'm not exaggerating at all. This guy looked like a sumo wrestler. He was well over 400 pounds. And my thought process was like, man, please don't let this guy get on top of me. Because <laughs> I don't have the skill set to get him <laughs> off right now. But uh, I was able to take him down and submit him. And uh, and there were two guys. And then in Guy, it was the same thing. What, 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 as a matter of fact, the technique that we had worked on that week, Osotogari, 
in gi. I hit it twice, moved to Mount Armbar, and got you know two submissions, and I won two gold medals in my very first competition. So and I was hooked. I was like, I'm in. I'm in. And I was doing every tournament I could. I was driving to Dallas. I was driving all. I, I live in Houston. So I was driving all the tournaments. My uh, my first IBJJF, I competed in uh, the Houston Open. I won that, and um, you know then I got my my first promotion to blue belt, and uh, then I realized like okay, you know this is this is my thing now. You know the adrenaline rush that I got from competing, because you know it, people would say to me like I would get nervous before a competition. And people would say, like, man, you, you perform in front of millions of people and you're nervous? I said, yeah, but I know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know these guys. I don't know their skill set, their level. You know, it's just the, the, the nerves of the unknown. So when I uh, – and because I'm over 30, I compete in the Masters division, which is 30 and up. And uh, the IBJJF has the, the regular and then the Masters. So 30 and up is Masters and under 30 is the, uh, the regular. And my very first blue belt tournament for the for the worlds in Las Vegas, I lost in the quarterfinals to the guy that went on to to win the gold medal. So that made me feel a yeah, little that bit helps. better. That was the first time I had lost. Like every tournament I had come to that point. I was just submitting fools and, and and you know, pointing fools left and right. And I was like, oh, I got this. And then I finally ran into me. And we, me and the guy laughed about it afterwards because he was like, yo, you're the first person that, you know, that I had a hard fight because he was an amateur wrestler. Um, I think he was an All-American. Uh, he was a, a wrestled in the oh, Army. Yeah. He was a firefighter. Yeah, so like he was fit. He was strong. He was skilled. And, you know, talk about humility because that was the first time I wasn't on the podium. And that hurt. Especially when I saw, like, the, the guys in second and third that I would mop the match with those guys. But as the bracketing worked yeah. out, I ran into, you know, and that guy said, hey, man, if you would have been on the other side of the bracket, it would have been you and me in the finals. Um, so I made it a point to continue competing. And I would go to Worlds every year after that and compete. And uh, uh, I remember at Purple Belt, my first time competing, I lost my arrest decision in the first round. Talk about humility. I had a three-month camp. My gas tank was deep. My skill set was on. And I went up against a Brazilian guy and the Brazilian ref. And then BJJ, they talk about the Brazilian <laughs> curse. Don't leave it to the ref. Even my professor, Andre Santos, he said, Ah, son, you know, I, I, you can't leave it to the referee because, you know, I'm Brazilian. And if you fight a, a Brazilian guy, I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> you know? That's a really, really solid impression, by the way. That's no joke. The, Bra the Brazilian impression is on point. I thought I was talking to Jean Jacques for a second. I spent a lot of time with my <laughs> professor, Andre, Andre Santos. And then finally, uh, he, uh, I think it was three years ago, I made it to the finals. And this is my shot. Here's my opportunity. And I went up against a guy named, uh, I believe his name is Andre Bocino. I didn't know this at first, but he's a four time judo olympian from argentina oh yeah panamanian uh, no, uh pan am game silver medalist you know i didn't know this beforehand i just mentioned the tough looking guy but i noticed how his fingers were taped up like that's not jujitsu tape like you know 
He had those he had those Gene LaBelle fingers. Yeah, but you know, he had them taped all the way up, complete the first three on each hand. You know, I'm like, nobody does that and shit. It's not like that, you know. And uh, but I was very impressed. I was very proud of that silver medal because he uh he, he never took me down. He tripped me up a little bit a couple times, but I was able to stay on my feet and rest decision. He won. But my feelings weren't hurt because I mean, to me I kinda that 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 silver medal I feel is lined with gold because an Olympian judoka didn't take me <laughs> off my feet. That's no joke. And then I went to do the and, and then I so at this point I'm done, right? I'm like, hey man, I was I had five matches today. Four matches. I had four matches. They all went the distance. I won on points on all of them except for the final one. My fingers were like, you know, clawed up. My forearms were like concrete footballs. I'm like, I'm done, man. You know, and my professor goes, no, now you have to do the absolute. You have to do it. I'm like, Andre, I'm done, man. I got nothing left in the tank. He says, yes, you do. I said, but look at my hands. I can't even make grips. He goes, no, one, when you when you grab the gi, your hand's going to lock and stay like that. You're going to be okay. <laughs> and he was right. My muscles cramped up. Because <laughs> he's seen it a million times, man. Yeah, he's, he was a fourth, a fourth degree black belt. He's, he's been a black belt for 20 years. So he's like, nah, you, you're going to be okay. And I, I ended up taking bronze in the absolute. So that day I walked away with a silver and a bronze. And I'm, my feelings you know, weren't hurt because I accomplished something. But I came back the next year, and uh, I said, "This year is mine. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take it this year as a purple belt." And yeah, I was really nervous because I put a lot of pressure on myself because I had made the goal that I wanted to be a jiu-jitsu world champion, and I set that goal. And every year, me and Andre would talk about it. And I, I'm going to a camp three months out, and I, you know, as a month out from camp, I'm doing three a days. I'm going to jits in the morning, jits wow. in the afternoon. Then I'm doing my, my, my weight training, my cardio routine. Then I'm going to evening jits. Like I immersed myself in jits for that, you know, for that final month, especially. Then I had the, uh, the go day and I was ready. And I, I had two competitors to face in my division. So I wasn't worried about my gas tank. And, and they were both big guys. And one guy had actually saw some tape of him. So I knew like, oh man, this guy's legit. Um, you know, he competes a lot. And, uh, the first guy I was able to beat pretty handily. I beat him on points. I didn't submit him. And the second guy, he, he was solid, man. He was good. And he pulled guard and we were fighting and fighting and fighting. And then I, man, he was really tall. So he had long legs and I was having a hard time past his guard and passing his guard. And every time I would just about pass it, I'm almost there. He recovering. I'm like, damn it, man. Um, but fortunately, and I was aggressive enough in my attempts and, and, and my uh, my attacking that I won that. Finally, I got a ref's decision. And uh, and the guy, you know, he wasn't even disappointed about it, you know, because, you know, he acknowledged it. So I had the uh, the pleasure of standing on the podium that day, IBJJF Masters Worlds, on the uh, the number one spot. I got my gold medal. And just like I had envisioned, visualized. So many times, my professor came once they gave me my gold medal, and he took my purple belt off and put my brown belt around me. And you know, so many times I had fantasized about the day that I got promoted on the podium. Oh man, and it happened.
Win the battle of your musty, damp basement with an easy breathe ventilation system. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, and airborne particles by 85%. An easy breathe ventilation system creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own easy breathe ventilation system. Call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com today. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a high-five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. If you win the Worlds, if you compete in Worlds at whatever belt you're at, you're and you win, <laughs> you yeah, win yeah. that, that's his belief. So I'm like, okay, cool. So now I'm a brown belt. So I got, I got 37 questions. I got 38 answers. I, you told me, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm training for the World Championships again. You didn't tell me about three-a-days or any of this. You trained for this tournament the way – a professional fighter trains for a fight. Yes. I mean, you were doing full diet. Yeah. Three. How is your, and yeah. how old were you when you were doing this? 45, 46. What are you doing for recovery? What are you doing to, to be able to get in there and train every day? Or is it just the mental? Both. I mean, you know, I, I'm a night owl, as you know, I like to be up at night and, you know, and, and um, but here's a, here's a crazy thing for me. I enjoy the benefits of cannabis, um, but I also realize that when I smoke, it affects my cardio. So one one month out, I cut off smoking completely, and I was only using CBD oil, CBD gummies. Um, I was going to bed at night after training. I'm so exhausted that I'm, I'm going to sleep. I'm not hanging out. I'm not staying up. You know, I go home, eat my final meal of the night, and uh, go to bed. Get up early for my, you know, AM session, uh, my recovery, you know, I was going to get my massages and my sports massages and, um, you know, meticulous diet. I was, you know, no drinking, no smoking, you know, yeah. the things that I enjoy yeah. to do, none of that, because I, I set a focus and um, I set a goal rather. And I've learned in my life what works for me. Anytime I've wanted to accomplish something, I've needed to have that laser beam like focus in order to achieve that goal. And I know that when I do that, it usually works for me in terms of, of being successful and achieving the goal I set. I wanted to be a world champion. So that's exactly what I was doing. I, I always say this, man, when I talk to people about competing, nowadays, jiu-jitsu is so popular. There are so many tournaments, small tournaments, you know, that aren't as as big as, as say, you know, the IBJJF, because, you know, that's that's the governing body. That's deep water. That's the serious practitioners. 
Um, not to say that people do a Naga tournament aren't, you know, serious, but it's a, it's a lot looser. It's it's not as uh, strenuous. You know, they they they're a little more user friendly, if you will. And I tell people, <laughs> if you idea. want to compete, do a Naga tournament. Do a couple of Naga tournaments just to, you know, get your feet wet and, and get the tournament. I think you experience. even toss that. You tossed that idea to me a couple of years ago too. Yeah. I feel like you were like, "Yeah, just do a Naga one." They do just tons down. I feel like I remember us. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Just di- dive in, Freddie. Dive in. You have to come. You have to come with me. You'll be my corner man. Bro. I absolutely will. I, I, that would be amazing. Hey, hold on. I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. You commit that you will do a tournament right now, and I will commit to fly out and be your corner man. Let's do let's do that, man. I would really I would really love that. Like, I would really love that. Let's I'm, do I'm it. We'll better. find I'll compete too. We'll find the right one. We'll find the right one where you have some time. We'll we'll compete on the same naga. You corner me, and I'll corner you. <laughs> I'll let John Jocks corner you, and you can both. No, corner no, me. You no, want, no. You want his you voice, not mine. This is you and me. This is you and me. <laughs> okay. Digital handshake right. right now. You corner me. I'll corner you. No one can see it but you and I, but that's a digital <laughs> handshake. So let me ask you a question about WWE, since I feel I've lacked on that. <laughs> we just nerded out on jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, we just completely nerded out on jits. You made the transition from wrestling in the ring every single week to becoming a part of someone who I felt always needed that perfect key to help unlock this business for him. And that was the relationship with you and Bobby Lashley. And I'm wondering, can you talk about, is that a long-term plan? Was it a week-to-week thing? How do you go from linking up, creating the Hurt Business, to all of a sudden the road to WrestleMania? I think, you know, Bobby and I have a a wonderful relationship. We've been friends for a really long time. From my very first run, at, on SmackDown, Bobby was the one that told me that I would win the United States Championship. We better steak dinner on it, and because I didn't believe it at the time, and I was never so happy to buy somebody dinner. And then, uh, you know, over the years, Bobby and I stayed in touch. You know, we were in Japan together, not for the same company, but we were over there hanging out. And then uh, we were over at you know uh, um, another company together for a while, where we had a really good pairing and really good chemistry. So when I came back to the WWE. And they put us together. It's a very organic, natural relationship that, that translates to the screen. As Bobby continued to improve, um, I, I think our synergy and our act just continued to ferment, I guess, you know, until it got to that point where we were like, oh, yeah, that tastes about right. Yeah. And yeah, uh, man. Vince reassessed Bobby and his role and felt that. Okay, he's ready. I'll never forget. I remember leaving the WWE, asking for my release to go to Japan. And, you know, they told me, hey, the door's open when you're ready to come back. And a decade later, I came back for a one-off and ended up staying, you know. Yeah, um, by the way, I remember that night. You were like, nah, it's just a one-time thing. And then I'm like, uh, I see you every week on television. What yeah, happened to the one-time thing? That was an accident. Uh, you know, the card's subject to change, you know. But uh, I, I remember being in Tampa at WrestleMania, and, and you know, this is the first because they had to cancel WrestleMania 
you know, in, in front of fans. Remember that the pandemic. That's right. So they had WrestleMania in the Performance Center. Um, That's this right. Is the first time we were able to have WrestleMania with limited fans, you know, outdoors. But I'm walking down the ramp at WrestleMania with one of my closest friends and the WWE champion. And it, it <laughs> listen crazy. to how you just said that. Listen to how you just and the W like. It's almost like it's still not real, man. It is so real. Everybody yeah. loves it. it but it, it was it, at the moment it was surreal because I'm thinking to myself, man. You know, I, I remember eating yakiniku with this dude in, in Rapongi at midnight. You know, <laughs> Bro, you about- guys used to post Instagram photos of of you guys hanging out together in Japan yeah. with a Guinness in one hand and some tempura in the other, and I was like, this guy is loving life. I didn't know you guys were that tight though until I saw you come together again on Raw, and I was like, yo, they're they're for real friends because fans are slick now, man. They know they know when it's forced. So it's amazing, you know to. WrestleMania, you know, the the, the 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 Super Bowl of professional wrestling, one of the biggest entertainment extravaganzas on the planet. And, you know, to be there in a major role with one of my closest friends, you know, representing the WWE Championship. And, you know, every year when WrestleMania comes around, as you know, we're in WrestleMania season now, the road to WrestleMania is upon us. And We'll be in Dallas, Texas for, for two nights because WrestleMania is so big that it's two nights now, Saturday and Sunday. I love the two-day format. It just it, gives it, me more insane. time to nerd right. out. Bananas. And, and if you think about it, WrestleMania has, you know, it like 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 the the any major sporting event, you know, whatever their, their championship is, there's always that whole week leading up to it. And WrestleMania is no different now. Now you've got a whole week of events that lead up to the two big shows. And, you know, the cottage industries that have popped up around all the independent shows. And you've got. Oh, so my gosh. Yeah. There's 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 superstars doing comedy clubs. Uh, WrestleMania week at every comedy club in every city they go everything to. Everything is booked. Everything, every venue, everything is booked because everybody converges on whatever city WrestleMania is in for one of the biggest events on the planet and it keeps getting bigger and every time i think okay well how are they going to top last year somehow they do every Yo, year that's that's a real statement I, I i remember thinking that last time when it was up where the 49ers play at levi stadium and being like i don't know how good wrestlemania is going to be and that was the famous uh seth rollins finisher into randy's rko when he did try to get the curb stop and he launched him like 10 feet and i was like yeah okay i was wrong again wrestlemania is still the sickest show (laughs) that happens every single year well listen man i if i can get my butt out to wrestlemania um we need to hang out if not i'm gonna see you at a southern california jiu-jitsu tournament but i really hope i get to see you before then uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I know how busy you guys are. You know I love you. Uh, you know I always appreciate you. And I appreciate everybody here for listening. This has been a production of iHeart's Michael Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, Honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. 
and State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Win the battle of your musty, damp basement with an easy breathe ventilation system. Take charge of your indoor air. It's easy with basement ventilation to remove musty odors, pollutants, allergens, and airborne particles by 85%. An easy breathe ventilation system creates air exchanges for cleaner, fresher, healthy indoor air. And right now, get $250 off your own easy breathe ventilation system call 866-822-7328 or visit takechargeofyourair.com today